listen to craft brews and geek news. Happy you will be. So welcome everybody to another episode of the Roommasters Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. What kind of qualifications do you have for, for, um, for this particular thing? I, I'm pretty good at drinking beer. Uh-huh. There's one. Um, I can make giggles every once in a while. Mustache. You've got oh. mustache points. You're yep. good at mustaching. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I can I can beard. Hey. Yes. Now we're cooking with some beard the, grease. Yeah, the <laughs> standard standard <laughs> brew enthusiast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like a starter kit. I like it. Hipster friends. Christian yeah. Roberts. All right. Okay. Friends with weird haircuts. Like okay. half shaved, long on yep. top. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. These are things. I guess that's it. Yep. And that about rounds it out. <laughs> and that rounds it out. Hey, that's- <laughs> I'll get all this. That's just that's- Nicolas Cage freaking out. That's it's caught. Con- you're watching Con Air. That's not even. <laughs> that's not even National Treasure anymore. Well, in my opinion, cups? Con Air is a national treasure. So, oh, Jesus, not. Hey, man, with my high level income in modern technology, there's no reason why I can't live to be 150, 200 years old. If you talk to me, I swear to God, I'm puke on you. <laughs> you smell you smell like beer. You barfed in my backpack. <laughs> Don't talk to me. There'll be a fist fight. Someone pulls the emergency hatch. The whole plane goes down. Not that I'm wishing on that. I'm just saying it's a logical conclusion off of a craft beer flight full of assholes that are drunk. It's Henry Cavill. You may know him from Sad Superman or Sad <laughs> Superman Returns or Sad Superman fights Sad Batman or Sad <sighs> Superman is dead and then comes back and has friends who are also sad. Well, does he have sex with the monsters that are hard ladies? I don't know. You gotta find out. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Half man, half jaguar, which I think is interesting. That's always fun. Some people are probably into that. They're called furries, I think. Okay, I didn't mean it like that. That part (laughs) doesn't sound fun. It's all shits and giggles until somebody giggles and shits. (laughs) Ah, jeez. Welcome to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Sit back, pour yourself a pint, and let's get into it. Now here's the founder of the Brewmasters Club and your host, Donnie Gallagher. Welcome, craft beer. Good evening. My name is Donnie. I'm joined this evening by my good friend, Mr. Lausman. How are you? Hey, doing well. Good to hear it, my friend. This is the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club at Craft Brews and Geek News, where we talk about national stories, local flavors, and our favorite geeky nuggets of pop culture. Who but us could possibly talk about these stories? Well, my good friend, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As like, we start... Who's, who's more qualified than us? Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what I was um, basically asking. I mean, do you, do you feel... What kind, of, what kind of qualifications do you have for, for, um, for this particular thing? I, I'm pretty good at drinking beer. Uh-huh. This one. Um, I can make giggles every once in a while. Mustache. You've got oh. mustache points. I did, I did have a sweet stash for a hot minute. You're yep. good at mustaching. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I can, I can beard. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now I feel I like, like now we're cooking with now we're cooking with some beard the, grease. Yeah, the <laughs> standard standard <laughs> brew enthusiast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like a starter kit. I like it. Hipster friends. Christian yeah. Roberts. All right. Okay. Um yep. friends with weird haircuts. Like okay. half shaved, long on yep. top. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. These are things. Yep. Uh, I guess that's it. Yep. <laughs> and that about rounds it out. And that rounds it out. Hey, that's <laughs> very qualified. We're very qualified. Oh, some would say overqualified. <laughs> true, true. What we are qualified for is our 80th episode. If you are listening to this podcast right now, this is our official 80th episode that we have actually tagged as... An episode for Craft Brews and Geek News. What we were just talking about right before the show started is that, uh, Mr. Lossman, what did I say? We had 130, 129 actual. Yeah, 129. 129 actual recordings on the channel. However, we had a bunch of live shows. We have uh, interviews. We had gigs and, and beer fests and all sorts of things that we didn't really count as actual episodes. But this is our official 80th episode. So if you've been listening since day one, which is almost two years ago, we've we've... Well, all right, let's do the math. Two years ago. So if there's 52 weeks in a year, that's technically 104 weeks. 
we've got 129 episodes, so we've been doing more than 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 a week an episode, uh, which is great. Episode a week. That's that's a yeah. That's a thing. It's a thing for us. Handsome numbers. Yep. <laughs> yes. I couldn't even imagine any more handsome numbers if I were to imagine them myself. So I'm a huge huge fan of number seventy seven. <laughs> okay. Well, pretty we, handsome. We start off every single one of these last eighty or one hundred nine, depend one hundred twenty nine, depending on how you're counting um, episodes, with a little segment we call "What are you drinking? What are you going to drink?" And boys and girls, do I have a surprise for not only you but for Mister John A. Lousman? That's not my first name. On our <laughs> on our eightieth episode, I've got eighty ounces of beer. I actually have two forties that I'm holding in my hand, and I will refrain from drinking this evening because, first off, they're Miller High Life, which are terrible. But because it is our 80th episode, I thought it'd be hilarious to bring 80 ounces of beer up on up on the uh, the old the old cast there. The, the the again, the problem is that I I can't drink. But one of these, let alone two of these, and then go to work tomorrow. So it's uh, it's really just for S's and G's, my friends. But oh yeah, I did not share that with Mister Lossman before the show. So I uh, hope you in- hope you enjoyed that, buddy, for our 80th episode. Absolutely, those are those are imported down here in Florida. Yeah, yeah. So um, all right. So so Mister Lossman, as I mentioned, this is our famous segment. What are we drinking? What are we going to drink, sir? What did you bring to the table this evening? So unfortunately, I didn't have the capability to bring it actually home. But earlier this evening, I did swing by uh, Lakeland's local Swan Brewing, and I had uh, I was on I was in a little bit of a hurry, so I had just one of the uh, they call it the hashtag Freedom, or they just call it Freedom Lager, uh, and it's just a run of the mill. Um, it's really just um, it's nothing fancy. They kind of even like when I sat down there, like, oh yeah, this one's on the house. I'm like, why? <laughs> and they're like, nah, it's just, you know, we got we got it all the time. It's fine. I'm like, you guys make it in-house. And sure enough, yeah. It's just a pretty standard lager. Um, not really anything crazy about it, but it was pretty drinkable. It's four percent ABV, pretty cheap, um, per pint in like a craft brewing set or craft brewery setting. So it's fun. Isn't it something, you know, I never really I always focus like after weird stuff. And so it's kind of kind of good to hit a normie every once in a while. We call them normies. But 10 IBU. That's uh, not very impressive. But I like it. It was good. Good. All right. Well, um, quick question. Did you get Ryan's beers? So, yeah, um, <laughs> I did. And I started, so I immediately started frantically texting him and calling him because Ryan, I, I won't, I won't do any spoilers here and you can feel free to cut this out, but the beer that Ryan picked out was $25, a, a Crowler. Oh, oh yeah. geez. And he's like, oh yeah, pick up two. And I'm like, um, that's 50 bones, bro. Yeah, I was like, I'm moving in a week. I was like, I don't really have that kind of money right now to just be pissing away. I was like, so how about you rethink how many you want? I was like, and I'll just get that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, and he's like, oh, I didn't realize it. And I was like, yeah, it's okay, buddy. <laughs> but so, you know, it's Rye guys. So, of course, I was like, I will get that for you. Just tell me when to bring it to your side of town. Oh, train time. You can't hear you can't hear the train on my end, so that's good. Uh, but that was still sorry. It's probably very loud on your end. Maybe I was about to say, just wait till I get my new apartment. Wait till I move. It'll be train time. Oh, do, really? Do, do. All yes. aboard. Yep. Well, we'll work that out when we get there. I uh, first off, that was very sweet of you to even entertain Ryan. So, how many crawlers did you buy him? One. One. He got yeah, one. One. Okay, that's good. That's very good of you. That's very <laughs> nice of you. I wouldn't have bought him any. I'd be like, dude, screw you. This is awful. <laughs> I texted wow. him today, and he's like, "Listen, man, I'm broke until January." I was like, "Okay, great." What? So you Don't may make sure everyone hits up that Amazon affiliate links so that we can buy Ryan's beers because he will not afford them until January. Mm, I hate hearing about that. Yeah, that's okay. It's all right. I'm he's probably fine. Maybe I'm just uh, embellishing. Anyways, I brought one of these again. I think that I've shared these on the podcast before, but it's a nice tropical pale ale, uh grapefruit. I'm holding on again to the last bits of summertime that I can. It is a nice tart refreshing beer from Boulevard Brewing Company, and I'm really enjoying it. It's the um the tropical pale ale. So again, grapefruit, passion fruit. I've had a bunch of different beers over the last two weeks, but this one I just keep coming back to and I actually bought another six pack of it just because I liked it so much so I'm really enjoying it um the beer I'm going to have very soon is the beer that I'm going to be brewing tomorrow in um premonition or in, in I guess in 
preparatory status of my actual birthday, which is coming up in December. So we're going to have a nice Belgium to drink for that. Uh, but we'll be talking to you guys before then, um, as it is, you know, in early December. So all good. Um, that's about it, Mr. Lossman. Unless you got anything else on the horizon that you're going to be trying, unless you want to crack some of Ryan's growler or growler, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, no, I don't want to touch it. It's, I don't even want to like leave it in my car, but I'm, kind of trying to get it to him so uh but no uh i yeah that's that's pretty cool you can you can have the last little bits of summer i'm over it done with it november 1st marked uh the end of hurricane season which is awesome and just yeah give it all that garbage like, i mean like it is kind of cool out I, I totally am like forgetting that it is absolutely november and like why is why am i still wanting summer i don't know summer was lasts so long here so i, sh- I shouldn't anymore but yeah but, yeah that's that's kind of crazy <laughs> That's kind of crazy. Um, all right. So moving quite along or moving, moving quickly along here. Um, since it is our 80th episode, I thought long and hard about what we could do to tie in an 80. Um, what do they say? A commemorative 80, whatever you want to take that as anniversary episode counts. Someone's birthday. I don't know or care really. But what I brought because Laos, man, you are such a. A strong history buff. Um, I brought back <laughs> the and <laughs> now, now I'm confused if we actually did talk about this or not before already. But I feel like we did. Really? It just seems. Well, I mean, I've at least read it on the notes before. I know that for a fact. So maybe it was put on the notes, like you said, and stood down. And I don't know. But I feel like we really would have had a time of it if <laughs> if we. Oh, geez, I don't know. You and I, uh, we're gonna have to go in all on this. <laughs> Mm, what does that mean? Speaking of 80ths, I wanted to celebrate a man who lived to be 83 years old. One of our great, great history makers. Because, Lausman, you're such a history buff, I thought you might want to talk about the third president of the United States, Mr. Thomas B. Jefferson, who was in office March 4th, 1801 to March 4th, 1809. This, <laughs> this gentleman and a scholar and a scientist I came to learn, actually in the spring of 1812, decided to brew his own beer for the first time in presidential history. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, well, so I do like a lot of history. Um, I like a lot more recent history. So my thoughts are, <laughs> this is new to me. Um, new to you? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really know a whole lot about this. I knew. Um, I knew from a refrigerator magnet that George Washington was a fan of beer. Uh, wait, no, nope, no, nope, it wasn't George Washington. It was somebody else. Oh <laughs> boy, yeah. Oh boy, it was Ben Franklin. Oh boy, yep. <laughs> he was once quoted saying, "God is proof that." Oh, wait, no. Beer is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy. That's right. I remember that one. That is a good comeback. Uh, I it's mean, a good a magnet, good, too. Good it really recovery. holds up that, men, that menu from the local pizza place around here. That's <laughs> quick shout out to Palace Pizza. <laughs> true. <laughs> yep. True, true, true. Um, all right. So back back on topic here. I, I basically brought this up again because I know that you love history so much. I know that you really you really do enjoy beers. Uh, Thomas Jefferson lived to be 83 years old, which is which is close on point to our 80th episode. So I just thought it was a fun um, kind of connection and, and tie in here. Just a little bit of history. I wanted to just lay down some facts here. We can talk about it. We can shoot it up. Uh, we can we can enjoy it here and just We'll talk through this history, and then we can continue moving on with with the geek news section. But we always try to start off with a little bit of craft brew uh, stories, whether it be something brand new, something old like this, something just interesting in general. So um, this will just take a a little bit of time here. But um, it it was interesting to me because he was president through 1809, uh, but then he got into beer, and he was actually labeled a scientist um, thereafter his, his term. So... He and his wife made some beer like several years earlier when they were in their in their like 40 years before being president or so. Um, and that's when he actually made his first batch of beer. But on May 12th, um, right before 1814, he actually produced a brew house and made a batch of beer himself. And he did it on the on the means of basically reading a story or a a, a paper reading the th- or it was it was it was labeled the theory and practice of brewing, uh, which came out in 1804. So while he was in presidency, this book came out, um, and he actually you know acknowledged it, picked it up, bought it, and then decided to make beer after it. So I think that's fascinating that they were brewing beer at a scale of where. 
the president could could go buy a book and and the third president you know, and granted um different times but um thomas jefferson the scientist and brewer was actually very very much fascinated by this so um what do you think that's cool stuff i cannot i, I would really love to <laughs> i mean see what that would have turned out like and like see what the process is i mean i everyone like looks at like <laughs> this is just my personal opinion everyone looks at like paintings and stuff like that where they're all like wearing like just really cool clothes and they you know pretty much only published like the cool things that they did that were like just really influential and stuff like that but you ever think he's just like i don't know just yeah put it in i mean <laughs> like you think you ever just like screwing around with a recipe and being like yeah maybe this will work maybe i don't know <laughs> like just i mean we only hear about his successes often i mean but how cool would it be to just be like, he's like, oh, boy, do not drink that. That is gross. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, the, bad batches. And that's what's that's what's really funny about it. He took notes from a lot of different people that made beer. Um, but he he grew his own like malt and he grew his own barley, grew his own hops. And then he would use them to actually make his own beer, which is interesting. Um, but again, he did it on the name of science. And he used this this periodical theory and practice of brewing by Michael uh, Combrun, I believe his name is. Uh, and he was doing it as, as a like research project. So they never they, they questioned him specifically about his recipe. And he re retorted something along the lines of, well, it's impossible to, you know, to brew beer to a science based off a recipe. It has to do with temperature and things like this that I guess at the time was never considered something you could just read a recipe off of and um and and, and make successfully. So you, you couldn't just pull up your beer recipes on your iPad back then? No, no, you there's, couldn't. It's probably no Wi Fi, that's why. Yeah, you couldn't just go to you couldn't just go to a, a better brewery or wherever and just pick up your bag of grains and, and call it a day. But um, I just thought it was a very interesting piece of history. And and he used to have silver cups that they actually recovered from his uh, Monticello. Uh, uh, yes, I believe, I believe it's Monticello. Monticello, got it. His Monticello, <laughs> his Monticello, uh, you know, home that that he lived in uh, during his tenure as president as well. As well, I think it was after presidency when he moved into Monticello. Uh, uh oh, let me um, let me cue up my <laughs> national treasure copy. Hold on, stand by. I'll get all this. That's just Nicholas Cage freaking out. That's it's caught. You're watching Con Air. That's not even. <laughs> that's not even national treasure anymore. What I was I trying think, to say. Well, in my opinion, cups... Con Air is a national treasure. So oh, Jesus, no, nope, you're confusing me again. Now you're watching Two Two Face. Damn it. That's a good one. Face, yeah, face off. off. Yeah, John Travolta. Damn it, Johnny T. All right. Listen here, Ghost Rider. What I was trying to get at is that he had two two different sets of cups. Silver cups were, were actually recovered from Monticello, the uh, the resort that he often partied at in Barbados. And one of them had G G W uh, engraved on it, and the other one was T J, which meant that that George Washington and Thomas Jefferson actually drank his undisclosed, unrecipied, undocumented uh, beer. Uh, which is very cool. Um, the only thing we know about his beer is that the the type of malt he he actually produced would have suggested it would have been a lighter beer, uh, which would be very interesting from beers of eighteen. 12 18 14 at the time so um i just think that's very cool and you can find that all on uh, monticello.org or monticello as some uh folks from the neighboring barbados islands you know pronounce it so um i thought that was a hilarious story but i mean not hilarious i thought i thought that was a great story that's pretty sweet yeah i mean it's that I, again i would have loved i mean he did all the note taking that'd be sweet if he wrote it down and you could just be drinking the same beer as as you know, all those old timers. <laughs> well, that's that's part of the conflicting story too, because as a man of science, what is a scientist but but somebody that tests and proves hypotheses, theories, and formulas by you know documenting and then um, performing those same experiments and looking for the same or a different result and then then measuring it. So you would have assumed if he considered himself such a scientist, he would have documented that in great detail. But perhaps at the time, culturally. There was a different set of standard for maybe a brewer that that wouldn't equate to the um, serfdom, right? The class of uh, of a president. So who knows? Uh, but either way, I, I just like I love to find out that anybody's a brewer just because it just goes to show you that it, you can be a president or just a, a somebody in their backyard brewing a beer, and um, people can be reading about it two hundred years later or three hundred, depending on how fast you time travel, like myself. But We'll see. <laughs>
Hey, man, with my high-level income and modern technology, there's no reason why I can't live to be 150, 200 years old. Yeah, you should live to be 300 years old, then you can go back in time and ride around the DeLoreans all day. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> the last beer story we have is from our good friends at BrewDog. Do you remember those guys, BrewDog? Oh, yeah. I love those guys. We talked to them at um, GABF, the Great American Beer Festival. We talked about them in, in a most recent episode, talking about their miserable failings at marketing and how much that backfired for them in the most recent year of 2018. Well, one thing that seems to be taking their reputation sky high, didn't write that down, <laughs> is, is BrewDog's airplane, a Boeing 767 that is dubbed as the world's first craft beer airline. I think it's kind of silly. However, they I did watch their commercial. And if you're not familiar with BrewDog, they're a brewery based in Scotland. And they also have a location and a beer or brewery hotel located in where, Laos? Cleveland, Ohio. Town, Ohioan. That's right. <laughs> We well, actually, I think it's in Columbus, but but what? but essentially, yeah, I think it's in Columbus. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think so. But but oh, I was with okay. you on that one. It's basically just somewhere in Ohio, which is great. That's fine. Uh, weird place for Scotland. Uh, next place I'd go to definitely Columbus. It's um, pretty cheap over there. Yeah, I guess so. It must be. But this is interesting. So fasten your seatbelts. The Brewdog Airlines is debuting a flight from London nonstop to the wonderful, the luxurious columbus ohio that revolves around their beer so essentially you will be driving or flying in this plane you won't be driving thank god you'll be riding this plane Good. Uh, getting served nothing but but brew dog craft beer the entire way there um all you can drink all you can eat tickets are about 1600 bucks a person that includes all flights excursions and accommodations flights take place on february 21st 2019 first accessible tickets will be gone to the brew punks or whatever it is if you went into their crowdfunding campaign i don't i don't know either way i'm not going on this and i don't even know if they'll really do this but it sounds pretty um aggressive pretty yeah, uh, yeah i don't i don't i, I just i don't know if I, okay there's zero joking here but i, I don't know if a, if a sink or swim type flight is a good idea <laughs> like i think by the end of like hour four people are just gonna be ah, are we in america yet well that's like, and that's yeah part of the commercial that they had for it if you just if you google the story again brew dog um you know brew dog uh, first beer craft beer airplane or airliner um which is gracious i think you you you'll see their commercial and it's like we're gonna teach you all the things you need to know to survive Pour your beer at a 45 degree angle. Stouts are generally 10.5 or whatever the hell they're saying. I don't know. But if I'm sitting next to 100 other people that are also crap beer <laughs> fanatics and everyone's drinking high gravity beer, I don't want to be on a plane from Cleve Columbus, sorry, to London. If yeah. New York City to London is eight hours, I don't want to go from Columbus to London. That's That sounds miserable, especially if everybody there is drinking craft beer the entire way. First off, bathroom lines. Terrible. <laughs> Secondly, puke. Also terrible. Third, have you ever drank crap, nothing but craft beer for eight to ten hours? Ugh. It can get terrible. I can't <laughs> drink. I can't drink these beers that I, I can't drink the one I'm drinking right now for eight to twelve hours. I just can't do it. It's great in front of the pool or at the beach or wherever, but I, there's no possible way I could drink this for eight hours. <sighs> yeah, I, no, I'd agree with that. <laughs> I would a die, b throw up, and then c just. Every time I smelled beer for the rest of the trip. And you got to get home after that as well. It'd be a fun way over there, I'm sure, for, <laughs> for the first couple hours. But then you've got to be there and come home. And yeah. all the same. And it's round trip. So all the same douchebags that you're sitting next to on the way over there. Oh, we're all brew punks. This is great. This is a lovely thing. We're all fucked. Let's, let's all be like anti-system. Fuck the man, right? And then you're coming home like, don't talk to me, dude. If you talk to me, I swear to God, I'm puke on you. <laughs> you, smell, you smell like beer. You barfed in my backpack. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Uh, uh, I'm not going to forget the time you kissed my girlfriend when we were over there. All right, we're not friends. There'll be a fist fight. Someone pulls the emergency hatch. The whole plane goes down. Not that I'm wishing on that. I'm just saying it's a logical conclusion off of a craft beer flight full of assholes that are drunk off craft beer. Very well could happen. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I, I would like to point out, though, if we're talking about first in terms of beer being 
in air flights and whatnot. I think I've mentioned this before, but back in World War II, uh, to boost morale, uh, sometimes Spitfires uh, over in the European theater would actually bring, instead of where they would used to put bombs, they would put like kegs of beer and they would bring them up to the front lines so people could have, you know, like a pint of beer or whatever and still be at war and whatnot. Like in their off time, they can have a pint or two. So that was kind of a, a cool little instance of aviation and beer mixing together. <laughs> Figured I'd bring that up. So. No, it's true. And that was a very um, a good reference considering the fact that, that I said you loved history. I knew it. I called it. This episode explains it. Laos loves history. Aviation Episode history. <laughs> okay, Every- fine. That's fine. Okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah. So there's our good, uh, good buddies at Brewdog. Yeah. Uh, good. Hope I can't wait to see how that works out. But uh, yeah, yeah. We'll see. It's gonna be fun. Yep. Well, what that does bring us to is our next segment, which is our a geek news segment where you can drink it on in, send it on back. We've got a couple of tasty licks here, Lausman. Some of which I don't think you're as tapped into, but let's get into it and see where we go from here. The first one I have is Henry Cavill. You may know him from Sad Superman or Sad Superman Returns or Sad Superman Fights Sad Batman or Sad Superman is dead and then comes back and has friends who are also sad, which I think they also call the Justice League. Any of those movies. Those are all pretty sad movies. No, it's just Superman that's sad. He's just really sad in all of them. And sometimes he has chest hair and sometimes he doesn't. But either way, he's very sad. And so if you remember him... That man has been cast, and we have his, his, his pay cut here that we're about to get into for a new Netflix series based off The Witcher. Now, you and I have been talking about The Witcher. We've been talking about Dane and Ryan um, about the next game that I may go into for PlayStation 4, which if you're familiar with how I buy my PlayStation games, I wait till they've been out there roasting and marinating for about two years. When, when the heat's turned real good up and, and they got a nice little smoke to them off the char. Good, good and polished. Yeah, yeah good and polished. Um, you know, I, I scoop them up and I get them for, you know, under 20 bucks a piece. But the good news behind these games is that they are fully, fully updated. Most of the time, the servers are damn near about to quit, which is fine. I'm not in it for multiplayer except for No Man's Sky. It's a different story. But the good news is when I saw this story, I was like, man, this makes me want to get The Witcher 3 um the complete edition and just go down that rabbit hole of a of hundred and some odd hours of, of gameplay and just go into it so a caveat from the story is that um, i will be picking up the witcher 3 very soon so expect some of that content to come to this channel but the main story here is that henry cavill is going to play the witcher which is not news but what they did release in terms of news that he's going to get 400 grand for each of the eight episodes in the debut debut run of the show uh, in case you can't do the math, that's about $3.2 million. Insane. Yeah. yeah. Insane. To do a Netflix show based off The Witcher books, not the games, books. Slightly different. If Do you know anything about the games? Because uh, I don't know much about the books. <laughs> actually, I, I like watching all the trailers for them because they're actually pretty solid. The trailers are great. And I heard that Witch, The Witcher 3, the, the Wild Hunt, is, is oh, like yeah. one of the greatest games that's that's ever been made from our generation, which I think will be challenged here this year, next year, soon. But uh, this did come out in, I think, 2015, 2016. So, I mean, it's it's roughly two or three, old, three, two or three years old now, which is crazy, but... If it's still a game that holds up like that, I've got to play it. And it's it's the kind of genre game that I do enjoy. So I'm all in for the game. The The show here just makes me think, man, if I can enjoy the game, couple with the show, like it might be a really cool experience to be a gamer, be someone, you know, that that's enjoying this Netflix show and the game itself. So I'm stoked about it. Henry Cavill as the Witcher. I don't know. The story of the Witcher is basically he's he's a monster hunter that just goes around and has sex with hot ladies all over the place. And sometimes monsters that are hot ladies. Well, does he have sex with the monsters that are hot ladies? I don't know. You gotta find out. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's weird, but uh all of it's weird. I don't know how that will translate to a Netflix show, but we'll see. <laughs> so uh, now's a fun time to point out that there is, I believe, a Van Helsing show, which is oddly similar but very different. Uh, I don't think that one's doing so well, so I really hope this one goes well. Are you sure you're not confusing that with Castlevania? Pretty sure. All right. Well, I haven't seen the Van Helsing show either, but 
Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's like a Netflix only thing or whatever, but it might want to stay a Netflix only thing if it is. Yeah. We can give it a we can give it a quick quick goog sometime here and see. But um anyways, so keeping in the same vein as um old school uh, folklore stuff that's kind of having a resurgence, I feel. Um which is cool. You know, Game of Thrones has never been hotter than it is right now, even though it doesn't come out until next year. Um, the the guys who made that that show are making a Star Wars, you know, trilogy. So that'll be interesting. But they say that this last season of um, Game of Thrones. Are you are you a, a major game of? Are you are you a throner, Lossman? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. What was that phrase? A throner. Are you a throner? Um, we call ourselves we call ourselves throners. Uh, do you now? Yeah, okay. Well, I, su- I suppose you could classify me as one. I've, I've seen all the episodes. I'm a huge fan of a lot of it. I really like it. And recently been YouTubing just like kill counts by like certain individuals like Braun and whatnot. Yeah. Are you um, listening to the podcast? Are you talking to me? No. It's a Game of Thrones podcast by a couple of talented um, Australians, but but leave that neither here nor there. Interesting. The Game of Thrones last season, as I want to go say, is that there's the largest fight scene ever created in TV, um, with the war with the White Walkers. So, of course, they teased that. We hope that our boy with the red hair, Thurnol, what's his name? Torgmond. Torgmond. Yeah, I, I like I it. sometimes I like look him. at him. Yeah. Sometimes look like him. Yeah, he's he's the man. So I hope that he's doing all right. But anyways, at the end of this this season, which I think is only gonna be eight episodes, uh, it should be um, it should be a really good conclusion. Um, there will be ten episodes actually. Eight to ten is a is a fair thing. When they go on 12, 14 episodes, it's just too much, I think. But yeah. um, the next thing in the Game of Thrones, the the throne throner the throner verse, if you will, is a prequel. Uh, about a thousand years before the um, the happenings of the current Westeros um, Iron Throne, uh, that would be interesting to see. Just to to see what kind of set it off. What what happened with the ancient Starks? What happened with the White Walkers? How they become to be dragon stuff? Um, yeah, a whole lot of dragon stuff, I imagine. A lot of dragon stuff would be would be very interesting to see. Oh yeah, um, but they could really keep that going anytime. What it's what it sounds like, right? It's Star Wars, and then thousand years before, do the Old Republic. Um, sort of like a instead of Kotor, it'd be like a Go Tour. Yeah, that's true. Uh, or or Throner Tour. Mm, there you go with that again. <laughs> no, I'll leave that alone. Mm. Anyways, a lot a lot coming on the pipe on that, which is interesting. But um, but moving on to um, some Marvel stuff before we get, of course, to Star Wars stuff. Marvel, did you? You may not have heard this before. I don't know, but the Disney streaming service is going to kick off with a lot of Marvel content. Um, one of the things they're they're actually going to do is the uh, the Bucky and um, the the well, Bucky is the Winter Soldier, but Falcon, um, who's Anthony Mackie, and Bucky, who is Sebastian Stan, are going to do an exclusive six to eight episode run of private shows on the Disney streaming service. What do you think about that? Directly plucked pluckied out of the movies <laughs> bucky and falcon are going to do their own um six to eight episode shows for the streaming service w- what do you think about that strategy uh i mean yeah dude strike while the iron's hot i mean i don't i don't know when the timeline is supposed to be set and all that jazz you know supposed to be a precursor or something like that or... i mean it'll probably be after avengers 4 which is the other event like the one after the snap what happens after the thanos snap um, and how that gets fixed, but I think that would be a very cool to to do just to see how those characters because they could they could drop any two characters or three characters into that and and they could just yeah. do Guardians movies like that from now on if there were yeah. eight six to eight episodes if the production value is there they did them maybe once a year and they just highlighted a couple characters that really made a cool little mini series I think that would be badass and I think that'd be a lot of fun to do. It would, but yet again, you gotta you gotta walk that that thin line where it's like, okay, is it gonna be like cool, like one of the movies, or is it gonna be like more like, oh, this is all the drama that you don't see in a normal movie. Like this is this is what it's like trying to put you know giant metal wings in the back of your Miata. Like it's like, oh, all right, like I'm not in. I didn't want to see all that. Like, can you just stick with the action where you just bust it out? This cool backpack and flies around or has a weird robot arm. Like, I well, are you jump into are, it? Yeah, are you forgetting the scene from? I think it's civil war where they're like riding around in a volkswagen beetle waiting for like captain america to get done like making payphone calls with his hat and sunglasses that nobody can tell who he is 
because that happened. That's an actual thing that you can Google and find a screenshot of, which is hilarious. But but just only because you referenced it, I agree. Here's what else is coming, which is pretty much confirmed. Scarlet Witch and Loki are also getting their six to eight episode run on the uh, on the Disney streaming service. So, I mean, yeah, if you're asking me like Loki, first off, I think he's dead. Spoiler alert. I think he's gone. But I, I I've seen enough Loki and Scarlet Witch is very much an unforgettable witch. <laughs> if you can have that. I don't yeah. I mean, a, a forgettable, excuse me, a forgettable witch. I didn't really need her to have her own six to eight episode run, especially not if Vision is gone, because the best part about her was Vision, um, Paul Bettany. I just liked him being robot man that had flesh sometimes, but also was a robot. <laughs> I just liked him. So I don't know. Yeah, I kind of got a little, like, halfway through Thor Ragnarok, I was like, all right, Loki's still around. Cool. Doing weird Loki stuff. Like, just be be gone, dude. Yeah. Uh, he, got, he got his own snap. Well, <laughs> well, I just like how everyone hated him during the previous Avengers and whatnot. And I was like, all right. Like, and then Thor, and I was like, okay. And now it's like, well, I think he's just, I'm with you. I think it's okay if he just doesn't come back. I just think he needs to be gone. But obviously, if he is, that would be a prequel. So um, that could be kind of cool to see him going around and, and fooling around with other people, like, like being a little trickster. Trickster that he is, I don't know. <laughs> but again, Scarlet Witch. The most interesting thing about her so far is that she was in Scotland with Paul Bettany's vision, and then that stopped. So, I I just don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I would be into that. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you. I'd, I'd yeah. be on the fence about it a little bit. But I am on board with Falcon and Winter Soldier because I think that's a, a cool buddy buddy road trip where they've got to deliver the, a thing to another place. But then again, he can fly so. Metal arm, I don't know. Metal just, arm, metal wings, I just, pretty I cool. Think he has to work out some sort of odd couple pairing there. One of <laughs> you can fly, one of you can punch each other's face off. It doesn't. Don't leave the dishes in the sink. Yeah, all I can imagine is like uh, Bucky smoking a cigar, and then the guy like Falcon just comes by with his umbrella and like poof, and he, like pokes it, and he's like, and he flings he's it outside. Va- he's vacuuming up his cigar ash. <laughs> Just like shrugging. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm down for that. <laughs> okay, something like that. I don't know. Anyways, moving on to Star Wars news. Kathleen Kennedy officially killed Boba Fett, the film. Just so you know. Yeah, I know. We've we've talked about all that jazz, and that's fine. I think mm-hmm. after Solo, we had a feeling there was going to be an axe to be um, grinded on a couple of these things. I'm just hoping and praying that it is not the Obi-Wan movie, because that is the only one I've wanted. It's the only one I needed, and I just think that would be great. <laughs> Thank you, Obi-Wan movie. Obi-Wan movie. You're my only hope. It's true. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Whatever. I, Are you not? My... Would you not want the Obi-Wan movie? I just, you know, sh- I don't know. I'm just not a fan of her these days. So, I mean, her going around. I, I, I'm with you. I understand. You know, we've talked about it, like you said, like a Boba Fett movie. Cool. Yeah, not cool. Okay. Yeah, I could see both arguments, but, you know. I don't think what we need to do, or I don't think what she should be doing is stopping content. I think she should be just furthering the better content that like maybe more people would like to see and stuff like that. So maybe if it wasn't Boba Fett, probably don't kill it. Maybe just say, hey, okay, we're going to slow down on that. Maybe put a pause on it for a little bit. You're saying she should just sand it. Uh, yeah, she's not a fan of her. She should be sent. I, I don't. I'm just telling you what other name and one other movie producer that has had this much name and recognition for all these things. I guarantee she 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 doesn't have that much control over what's going on. There's other strings that are being pulled and it's all being voted upon in a boardroom at Disney in some backroom office where they're just literally sitting on stacks of money instead of chairs. Like that's <laughs> that's all it is. It's just that hey, solo tank, we shouldn't do this. Let's all cover for it and do whatever. But the Obi-Wan film it is it seems like it'd be simpler, it'd be easy. The 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 people gunning for it. Just make it make it happen. Give it to us. It's all kind of lining up correctly. I think it's still gonna happen. But Boba Fett, at least the standalone solo, is killed <laughs> for now. <laughs> nice. The Mandalorian. So, the Mandalorian could bring it back, right? Could could have he could just walk in the background of the Mandalorian and he'd be like, What the what? That would just stir the internet and, and just drive all the fans crazy, but um, but who knows, man? So, yeah, but yeah, like you said, here's hoping the Mandalorian is pretty sweet. Yeah, and that should be good. And that might actually um, fill us up with all of our gooey Boba Fett goodness that we were looking for. Um, 
The very last story is one that I don't think you and I really have much. We don't have the feels for this. Um, and I'm guessing because you and I were never PS1 bros. We both, we, we had a PS3. I don't even think, did we have a PS2? Yeah, we had a PS2. PS2. So we didn't have a PS3. We had a PS2. Because I remember being at dad's house and we had the PS2 that we would play um, in the spare bedroom and we would just rock out on that thing. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. But the PS1 never really... I think that was the time... I know that was the time when the N64 came out, that we did have the N64. We did not have the PlayStation 1. And what I'm getting at here is that the play, Sony released their PlayStation 1 Classic, which is a direct ripoff of the, the NES Classic and the SNES Classic, obviously. <laughs> um, but they also released their 20-game their, their list here for the North America sales of the, of the PlayStation Classic. Um, it includes a variety of genres, uh, 2D action games, Japanese-style you know, role-playing games, and puzzle games. Um, Lossman, have you had a chance to look at this list yet? I have. Uh, two of them actually, actually we'll call three of them have jumped out at me. Like literally three are the only ones that I'm looking at and saying, yeah, but I don't think any of these really hang up or hold up. Um, um, I'm going to say that Grand Theft Auto. That's the first uh, one, the top down one. Yeah, dude. I don't, I didn't like that when I had an emulator for it on PC like a couple years yeah. ago. I still have that for Dreamcast. <laughs> yeah, all right. Damn. So, just, just to get through the list here, Battle Arena Toshinda, Toshinden, Jesus, Cool Borders 2, whatever, Destruction Derby, Final Fantasy 7, Grand Theft Auto 1, essentially, Intelligent Cube, Jumping Flash, Metal Gear Solid, Mr. Driller, Odd World Abe's Odyssey, which I never played, but always looked intriguingly weird. <laughs> Raymond, Resident Evil Director's Cut, Revelations Persona, Ridge Racer Type 4, Sil Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. That sounds confusing. Siphon Filter, Tekken 3, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Twisted Metal, which I would be excited about, and Wild Arms. Ugh, I don't I don't like Twisted Metal. I enjoyed Twisted Metal. Yeah, I like that, that one. one. Old oh, school Rainbow Six. That's fun. I don't remember Rainbow Six. I don't think I played it a lot. It's difficult. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Tekken 3 is cool because they had like um, Jaguar Man, which is cool. He was half yeah. man, half Jaguar, which I think is interesting. That's always fun. Some people time. are probably into that. They're called furries, I think. No, okay, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> that part <laughs> doesn't sound fun. I've had I've heard good things about Final Fantasy VII. Again. I don't know if it would hold up in 2018. Grand Theft Auto, no thank you. Grand Theft Auto Five, oh, come is on, way more fun. Well, yeah, I mean, Grand GTA Five is of course going to be way more fun, but for an old game, for what it was, you had to run around. That's... I don't know. I liked it. Um, and just a quick little shout out: there is a camera mode you can. I mean, you cycle through it on PlayStation 4, you know, current gen systems where you get the top down view again. And it's meant to be just like old times where you can look, it's just a top down view and you run around and you <laughs> steal cars and it just plays just like the old school one. And it's really cool. And it's just a subtle little throwback that no one really ever messes with because obviously it's a dumb way to play it. But I don't know. I like that they did that. But I'm telling you, like the whole reason behind Grand Theft Auto is that every iteration of it, you got a better and better view of the action that's taking place. So it was like, you know, you're robbing a liquor store. But in the first one, you would literally go in and hit the button and then you run out with the money or whatever. Then the second one, you would have a bit of an angle. And the third one, the fourth one, the fifth one. Now, like you're, you know, you have the option to, to punch somebody in the, the, with a Glock and then you can smash the face into the counter. Like that's very much like a lot of violence but i'm saying the idea behind grand theft auto is that you had fuller and fuller immersion as they went on if i were to go back to a top downer um i just don't think i'd have the same appreciation for it so uh, but, but again i was never a ps1 guy so that's not i'm not the demo i'm not the uh the market for it so yeah i mean but, uh, i'm sure this has it's like you know, small little following and a lot of people will probably enjoy it, but uh, you're right. I'm, I'm not seeing the big titles that eventually came out on the system that, that would kind of draw me to want to buy it. So it's going to be a pass for me. The other thing that I didn't really appreciate about this, which, which is not this thing's fault, but the super Nintendo classic, mm -hmm. I've played it. I played it for the first two weeks that I had it pretty, pretty consistently haven't touched it since so <laughs> and i spent 89 dollars on that one and then i bought ryan one for 89 bucks and we both played link legend of zelda for for maybe three four weeks consistently 
Uh, and we touched it after, you know, a month or two after that, but um, haven't touched it since. I mean, my, my wife and I have played it. My wife. Play, like, my wife. To play like Mario World and stuff, which is great because you turn it on. It's awesome. I want to get it modded and, and get some more games on it and stuff. That's great. But I don't need another one of these. Um, it makes me a little concerned because if they make the N64 classic, would I go in on that? Yeah, yeah I, see, I see your face. It, it'll be 150 bucks, which, if uh, you remember, which is as much as the original N64 was, was 150 bucks. I think when it was sold originally, it could be wrong, but uh, I would go back in on that. I'm I'm pretty sure if, if the N64 Classic came out, I, I'd almost have to because you know Mario would be on there, um, Mario Kart would be on there, which is oh, one of the yeah. greatest Mario Karts that were ever created. Um, yeah, I'd have to probably go back in. What would what would the controller be like for a? It would know? be you know they would they are itching to bring back the full on <laughs> Mario sixty Mario or, or Nintendo sixty four controller. Goldeneye would be on there, dude. Could you imagine an updated uh, version of Goldeneye? I'm not updated. It's the same thing, but a playable it just wouldn't freeze. <laughs> yeah, a playable version. Exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, would be on there. God, like that would be. Vigilante 8, maybe? Oh. <laughs> that's God. such a great Bring that's me a good back. One. Bring me yeah. back. So, but again, I think that's where the, the line draws. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that's, that's awesome. That's a great visual. Can't wait to be jamming on something like that. I think that's where the line the line is going to be drawn, though. It's like, if they do that, what are they going to do? A Wii classic? You know, a Wii? <laughs> a Wii? I think they'll do Game Boys and stuff before they do N64. Well, yeah, I mean, there's you have to think about, you know, the the technology, like the generational gap, I should say, between different systems, because there's there's one or two games that specifically like outlined like they. okay, so, for instance, Battlefield 2. Yeah, it's Battlefield 2 going way back. That was Xbox days. Um, Bought it on Xbox original. Loved it. It was awesome. So much fun wasn't all to, I mean it's not like on the same wavelength as it is today you know Battlefield 5 you know 5 and all that jazz but it was just such a good time and it was so much fun and then the Xbox 360 came out and all my buddies bought Xbox 360s and I was like oh man my Xbox is still working everything's fine so what did they do over at Dice they actually re-released a remastered version of Battlefield 2 and all they pretty much did and this is beautiful they just made it prettier so they added like long grass that like didn't move when you walked through it. They just had it exist. And they like added like the sniper went from wearing like just normal clothes to wearing like a ghillie suit. And you didn't have an option about like what happened there. But all of a sudden the system could the newer system could run and do all these new, interesting, pretty things. So, I mean, that was just so cool for me. Well, I have both copies. <laughs> well, and that's and that's what the, like well, that's a, that's a problem with, with the PlayStation Classic here as well, because you would have assumed that Spyro and Crash Bandicoot would have been on here, but they just yeah. re-released them on Switch and PlayStation and everything else. And all they did was pretty the graphics up and make make the um, make the gameplay a little smoother. But it's the same exact conversation there. All they're doing is remastering these games. You know that's why Skyrim, which has been out for seven years, also just hit VR and hit Switch and stuff like that. Because all they're doing is remastering it, buffering it down, and, and popping it back out again. I think that the the worst problem with these classics, especially from a Sony PlayStation perspective, is that they simply didn't have the rights. Like, why didn't they have Gran Turismo on here? Like, why didn't they have some of the better <laughs> games on here? Because they don't have the rights to the cars or the mu- music or whatever. Um, yeah. Tony Hawk, pro, not pro skater, but Tony Hawk. Remember the Tony Hawk that was on PlayStation? Like, it was awesome. Yeah. You're just, like, hopping in and out of bowls all day. Like, it was so fun. With um, some Offspring. Yeah, well, that's the problem. Is that Offspring's like, no, no, no you got to pay us if you want to refresh that license, bro. So, like, <sighs> that's the kind of crap that sucks. But then you look at a Nintendo game like a Nintendo 64 classic, it would spank. I guarantee you it it would spank the PlayStation classic because Nintendo owns all that shit. All of it. Every bit of it. So guess what? They want to release it in 10 years? That's fine. You want to release it 10 years after that? That's fine, too. It's all their stuff. Most of it. Star Fox. That's what I'm saying. Star Fox, Mario 64... I don't think visual on it. I think it's a bad. <laughs> maybe, maybe not though. I don't know. It's still a good game. Snowboard kids could be back. Who knows? <laughs> what about battle tanks? Battle tanks. Battle tanks one. was shitty back then. I'm pretty ah, sure it's shitty now. But... Dude, screw you. That, that was an awesome game. Jet Force Gemini. 
Well, it had its moments. Perfect Dark. It did have it did have its moments. Perfect Dark sucked worse though. I don't know. Yeah, screw you. I'm no. just saying. I'm just saying. Last Corp. Last Corp. Pilot Wings. Yeah, That's Pilot Wings. Pilot Wings. Yeah. Pilot Wings is is wonderful. Yeah. Was it Mario Tennis, the first one on 64? It was, and then they destroyed Mario... T- well, okay, so first one was on Mario... Or Mario Tennis was on... Then they put um, doubles on GameCube. Right, and that we... one was still good. No, 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 that one was still good. And then they released, like, the new one, and the new one was garbage. It was for Wii, and you could... It was, like, timing-based. Like, you didn't, like, position your character. You just sort of hit the buttons at the right time, and your guy, like, lunged. Horrible. Yeah. It does either way. All I'm saying is that you can run a 64 off like a Raspberry Pi. So like we should just be able to have that now. And I, I'll pay 150 bucks for it. I don't care. Yeah, I, would I, I, I just don't simply care. So anyways, whatever. PlayStation Classic, it's fine. Guess when it's available? December Next. 3rd. <laughs> cool. Yeah, and it'd be $99, which is a hard pill for me to swallow. I had a hard enough time paying for the SNES Classic at a, a buck. Well, at a, a fresh 89 bucks. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's alright. Yeah, it's all right. Um, I have one tech thing. Yeah, like yeah, go for it. So recently, I spent some time at Disney World here in Florida, in Orlando, and I found out about something cool to anybody who's in the Google Home type um, dealies. Uh, you've got your Google Home Mini, you've got your Google Home, you've got your Google Home Max, which is ridiculously priced and whatnot. But to anybody who's into those smart speakers and whatnot and who loves Disney, I found out a neat little gadget um, through OtterBox. It is a Google Home holder that makes your Google Home look like Mickey Mouse. And it also hides the oh, cord. Boy. Yeah. Well, it also hides the cord, and it's like... It's a little nerdy. It's not necessary 100 at all, actually. But to anybody who loves their little Google Home Mini and who's always thought, man, you know what? I should probably get a holder for that someday. It now exists through OtterBox. You can find it at their website. It is $19.99, uh, so basically 20 bucks for a neat little Disney thing that holds your Google. So to any Disney fan that's diehard out there, highly recommend it. I'm getting one. Um, but I figured I'd pass that along because OtterBox, I never knew them to do branch out for and do things for like Google Home and stuff like that. So I thought that was quite neat. I'm sure they paid out the nose for the licensing fee on that, but it sounds fun if you really love Disney. Don't tell my wife. Uh, we don't have a Google Mini Home, but we might get one in that thing if we need to. So You should get one. We already have the Mickey phone. I think that's good enough. It just doesn't do anything, so that's fine. Yeah. Anyways, last story we have, because we are fresh out of time. We talked about Red 2 at the top of the hour here, but what do you have in terms of Red Dead Redemption 2? Any news? Are you getting it? I am not. What are your thoughts? I'm absolutely getting it. The more gameplay footage I watch, the more I realize it is a reskinned version of Grand Theft Auto V to be in Cowboy Minus Times. Cars, yeah, Reminus Cars and Dick yep. Jokes. I think it's all about it. Um, I the, the day I get it, I'll probably spend about two hours just trying to stand behind horses until my character can get kicked. <laughs> because that's the that's, thing. If you freak out horses and you stand behind them, they will kick you. Um, I pretty much just want to see how pretty the world is. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm absolutely going to get it. I just need to wait till I have a little bit more time in my life. That's the thing that I've heard from everybody. It's like it's not just a game that you can just pick up for 20 minutes and play here or there. Like that's how I do No Man's Sky. I play it in short bursts. I go, oh, I need this thing. I go fly and I go get it. I go to this plane and I go get that thing. I do whatever and I build my little base and all of a sudden I've got better ships and that's what I do. No, the, the Red Dead Redemption 2, from what I've heard, you have to literally dedicate 10 hours to play it in a session. Yeah. You play it, you you get to see all that beautiful stuff, and you have to literally ride a horse from this town to that town, which is like way across the map or whatever. And it's gorgeous the whole way you get there. And there's a million side quests you can do there. And you can actually ride your horse through cold water, as you said, and watch their balls shrink. That's fine. I get it. Uh, that's just weird. It's a weird detail. Your guy gets fat if you eat too much. His hair grows long, so you have to get it cut periodically. Um, like these are things that you have these unnecessary details that for the taskmaster that wants to feel that you have to be in the game and do that stuff that's fine my question to you is if i put the game down and don't touch it for three months like i do most of my games what happens to my character then does he just become like a fat comic book slob with the ponytail and a long goatee or like what happens to him i don't i don't know I also slightly it, don't care because that's not it, the kind of game I want to play. It's like a it's like a ca- old cowboy Tamagotchi. 
I he guess like, mine always died. I would just get the new one. <laughs> well, I only had the monkey one, so and I think it just died just because I think it was like a like a batteries. broken yeah. I blame batteries. He always he was always just sitting there with like a daisy coming out of his chest. He was just like wah, wah. like oh, I was like, oh man, I was like, killed the monkey again. <laughs> That's but I feel like this is like a cooler version of that. Also, my buddies did sell me on one portion of it. I like playing poker, Texas Hold'em online. Um, I play prominence poker on PlayStation four currently which is a free game if you don't own it you should get it if you like uh texas hold'em it's 100 free i think it's always been and i think it always will be but um you can now take your in-game currency in uh red dead 2 and you can actually gamble it away um with your buddies so that's always that fun cool. yeah, i would and- like that because i do like to metagame and so i would get a lot of money and then i would go up to the casino and just like either give it to you or i'd like play poker and try to take your money because that would be interesting yeah, it does seem like fun. And, you know, obviously your guys all, you know, individual and whatnot and, and set up how you want them to. But I, I do like that aspect of, you know, going broke with your buddies and not really actually hurting in the morning. <laughs> so, so pretty fun. I look forward that, to that. That is probably the one part of it I would like. Because I feel like with, with Prominence Poker, I have no stake in the game because I don't really care. But if I actually lost all my money playing poker with you, mm-hmm. um, if you get Red Dead and you really like it, yeah. I guess we could talk about it. I just I don't want to ride a horse and have to do all that stuff. I want a plane or a spaceship or something. Lasers. I mean, you don't get any of that. But if you do get Red Dead, there's a weird sort of unlock thing you can do where if you do it right, uh, you get a bone tomahawk in Grand Theft Auto. That's a cool little carryover. They actually oh, built that yeah. into the game. I don't know anything about it, but it's um, if you do some sort of achievement or whatever, you unlock a weapon in a different game. That's Red Dead esque. Sounds cool. Like that sounds awesome. I just yeah. do I get a Tommy gun at least? Nope, you get uh, nothing. In fact, if you do things wrong, then you might get run over by a trolley car. Yeah, I saw that. I saw a guy was just fishing, standing by a lake, but he was standing on an old railroad track, and then all of a sudden the train came as he was mm-hmm. catching his fish. Yeah, that's uh. Uh, all right. Good times. Now I'll just put that as a solid maybe for me, definitely for you. Got Yeesh. it. No on the Sony PlayStation Classic, but we'll see what happens mm-hmm. for the N64 Classic. All right. And I think that brings us to um to right about the close of the show. Uh anything else, Mr. Lossman? No, that's it. Just real stoked about that Disney holder for that Google Home Mini. Right. Everyone wants one. Uh, well, no, that's uh, we'll see. Uh, um. Anyways, uh, so where can the good people find you, Mister Louse Man? What channels? What's the handle? And how do we go about getting hold of you? Uh, I can be found at Mr. Last Man on Twitter. I'm trying to stay on that more and more these days, but I'm failing miserably with all that work getting in the way and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, my Twitter uh, portfolio is dwindling, but my Reddit is going sky high. My my um, my YouTube is going up. I like that a lot too. So you can well, find me. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say you need to quit hanging out with like people from Scandinavia and talking about <laughs> all people of, all over the world talking about uh, No Man's Sky and whatnot that's, that's how your reddit's true. jumping up there yeah no i spent a lot of time on reddit i just love it it's just fun it's a fun way to interact with people but I've, I'm, I'm tagging more and more games so like i'm really getting into not just no man's sky but like everything that's on reddit like i'm really just embracing it so yeah hopefully one day we'll have a channel there we communicate to everybody out there like we do on our great facebook channel um crap reason geek news on facebook it's a group um if you just search for it we will um you know add to be or ask us to be jumped in the reason we make it restrictive is, is because people are, are great and they're maintaining a, a fantastic dialogue and everybody's really nice and supportive and they tell a lot of interesting stories and have a lot of suggestions and they share with us what we're what they're drinking and we just really enjoy communicating with everybody so um if you'd like to please do um you know find us uh on the the crap reason geek news facebook group um you can always talk to me on twitter at brewmasters club or on youtube um at uh crap is geek news as well as instagram and i am tarkin trash on ps4 gamer tag as well as twitch so there are a lot of different ways to get a hold of us um you can also use the amazon link below this uh to support the show if you click that link and then buy anything after you do uh we get a small cutback which helps us a lot just like a review or a, a five star here on itunes or google play if you're listening that way or even on soundcloud just um give us your thoughts let us know what you think we appreciate everybody listening to the show and as we say at the end of every episode mr louse man 
It's all, oh boy. It's uh, I heard this somewhere. It's all, it's all. Wait, hold on. I got wait, it. Hold wait on. on you. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. It's all shits and giggles until somebody giggles and shits. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I would say so, eh? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't you know? Ah, you betcha. You betcha. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Night. You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers! <laughs>